I am original alphabet. Letters unfurl from my spine, cutting ciphers in my mother's cells. I scan my fate on the wrinkled walls of that first room, clenching in my red fist, scraps of prophecy. In Kishinev, the river Bic is frozen. The oven is stuffed with coal, yet Miriam lies shivering on a small bed in one of the few stone houses on Gostanaya Street, cursing the walls. Everything is ripped out, stone. Why did you let yourself be cut off the mountain? For what? I can't. I cannot go through this again, stone. Goodkey pulls Miriam's dark, damp hair back, ties and tucks it behind her neck. Her fingertips push into the soft furrows of Miriam's forehead as if she could smooth the strain away. One of Goodkey's eyes is as black as Miriam's, the other flecked gold. Miriam stares into one eye and then the other, working out a puzzle, letting the midwife's gaze travel inside her all the way to the second heartbeat. Her breathing calms. Goodkey pours wine from a jar onto a rag and runs it over Miriam's lips. Go on, say what you like. It's just me here listening. Women bring forth in sadness. We fulfill the word, God's judgment on Eve. I'm not Eve. I don't deserve this pain. Miriam clutches at Goodkey's stained skirt. Goodkey shrugs. You know yourself pain is never a matter of deserving. We'll get through this together. Watch my eyes. What are you giving her? Rabbi Isaac stops pacing, grabbing hold of the doorposts and pushing his chest into the room, bending his head to avoid the beam. Just wine. She's raving already. Only give her water. Rabbi, no offense. I do this all week long. Perhaps a psalm would calm the house. You could find just the right one, no? Come and read to us, or else I'll call you if I need your help. Isaac thumps into the other room, kicking up dust from the packed dirt floor. Why Gutke again? There are other midwives, even his mother Malka volunteered. But Miriam has to have the half-Jew. Stubborn. That's how they always argue, back and forth. You have to be so stubborn. Me stubborn, it's you. He should be in shul now, close to the stove, discussing the week's midrash. He could go anyway. No one would fault him. The other men would say he was every inch a rabbi. His wife is home giving birth, but does that stop him from honoring God? The boys are at their lessons, baby Esther with his sister Shendel. Still, what if Miriam should need him? Leaving her alone with Gutke, that wouldn't be wise. Of course, you cannot blame the woman for her mother's sins. No one ever complains about Gutke as a midwife, but she could be working enchantments. It's up to a rabbi to make sure there's no opening for Lilith. All right, all right. Maybe Gutke is right, Assam. He sighs, noticing how the book of Job precedes the book of Psalms. Everything is infused with meaning. Certainly the word of God. Here is his message to bend his spirit to the event. Gutke hears mumbling from the other room and is relieved. Miriam presses her eyelids shut, rolls her head away from the wall, opens them again. 
While Isaac stood in the doorway, Miriam could hear every word he thought. Everything is clearer, magnified when you give birth. Or maybe when Goodkey comes. A mixed blessing. Miriam gave in to Isaac when she had her second child. The Jewish midwife, he insisted. Goodkey's a good Jew, she said to him. But he had just received his appointment at the Guild congregation. He was so nervous. She wanted to tell him it was vanity, but she didn't dare.